Dante DiVincenzo. One of the few. One of the few played well. Clay played all right. Yeah, Clay was Clay but had some. Yeah, he I was had some listening moments. to the boys this morning talking about the the three guard lineup, and uh, yeah, didn't look very good with the uh, pool, Steph, and Clay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Wiggins is uh, Wiggins just a very quiet glue piece on both sides of the ball. Yeah, big for time. This team. Don't you try no to question. kill the Kwig bit. We'll bring it out when we it's need dead. to bring it out. It's dead. You don't get to kill bits no, like that. No, because did you saw we're just cruising along. No, we can't cruise without Andrew. We need Andrew. We need Andrew. We need Andrew. Well, he's got an adductor yeah. strain, and we'll talk to uh, <laughs> Doc Pondia later in the week about we're exactly gonna talk to what a that doctor means. about an adductor. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's a three. <laughs> A doc, a, a doctor. We're going to talk doctor. to a doctor. Not a doctor. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. No, that's all I had. Okay. <laughs> no, we're going to get an idea on how long Wiggins will be out, and okay. you know, quietly they need him more than we probably would have thought this time last year. No question. All right. So check this out. Has First he all played real quick? Uh, no. Okay. No, no, he's not going to play till later. Okay. Uh, he'll be fine. So before sure. before we get to the judge thing, uh, listen to this and wrap your head around it because Trey Turner's different. Trey Turner's different. Someone from the Players Union will call Trey and be like, dude, really? So he went to the Phillies yesterday for 11 years and $300 million. It has now come to light, and it has to, because the Padres are trying to tell their fans, hey, (laughs) we tried. The Padres offered Trey Turner $342 million. And he said no. He turned down $42 million million dollars that's how badly he wanted to go east i know what a lot of you are saying and i'm with you i I don't know what it's like to live with these kinds of contracts so what is the difference between 300 million and 342 percent so put it in terms of your own salary if you're out there you're driving to work and think about what you're making take your salary and take 15 percent of that salary tack it on and then take that much money Throw it out the window. But it's a little different because I was. I look at this always in terms of lifestyle. And I go, okay, could you fly to Paris for dinner? Yes. And then with the other contract, could you fly to Paris for dinner? Yes. A little more of a long a, flight from right. San Diego. No doubt. But the point is, you, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> like For a I lot do. of people, 15% of their salary, that changes their life. Trey's life is going to be the exact same. And so I really congratulate him, to be honest with you. I congratulate him because... That's where he wanted to be. And I've long wondered why more athletes don't do this. And hey, Aaron, be where you want to be. If that's where you're comfortable, he wanted to be in Florida for spring training. If you think the Phillies, this, I mean, this guy left the Dodgers, then left Southern California, then left 42 from San Diego. Yeah. He left it all. Because he wanted to be in Philadelphia. Who's Dude. his agent? Do you know? I don't fan? know. Not okay. off the top of my head. Whoever his agent is should be called on the carpet because, okay, you get an offer, $300 million to go to Philadelphia. Thank you, Philadelphia. That's a nice offer. So you field other offers, and San Diego comes in at 342 Don't you then go back to Philadelphia and say, hey, guys, uh, Trey wants to be a Philly. We know that. San Diego just offered 342 can you meet us in the middle? Can you bump it up to 321 and we'll get this done right now? Yeah, and, and, and maybe the answer was no. I mean, look who all of Philadelphia is paying. They're paying Bryce Harper. And, you know, I don't even know where Reese Hoskins is on that deal when they got Castellanos. And, I mean, they're, they're paying a lot of people, Zach Wheeler. So maybe the answer was no. 
this is everything we can do and we want you bad. And he wanted to be in Philadelphia, so he took it. He yeah. doesn't have to worry about another damn thing in his life either he way. He so. doesn't. But at the same time, I mean, to, to have an offer $42 million greater. I know. And not, I mean, maybe it, Philly only offered 280 and they actually did come up to 300 based on that offer. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But I, I dig when somebody's number one priority is not money. I think that's great. So good for Trey. All right, let's and he's get. A, he's a CAA client. CAA, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know who the specific guy is, but all right. Here's the tweet from John Heyman that happened just ten minutes ago. The Giants are in with a big offer to Judge, believed to be in the three hundred sixty million dollar neighborhood. It's a nice neighborhood. Neighborhood. It's a real nice neighborhood. Okay, hold on, but. The assumption slash belief among rivals is that the Yankees remain the favorites. Yankees are hopeful, but say they still don't know. Now, that's the end of the tweet. I'll say this, and this happens sometimes in the media world. Sometimes we, the media members, are sort of jaded by where they reside and who they talk to. Or sometimes we just read it that way. But it's true. There's like a little thing going on right now between John Heyman and J.P. Morosi. And Morosi's over here going, dude, I think he's going to the Giants. And John Heyman, who <clears throat> writes for the New York Post, thank you, keeps going everything he writes. But Yankees, Yankees, remember, John Heyman is the one who flicked Bonds aside and said this is the real record that Aaron Judge is chasing all year long. He's very, very East Coast and New York-centric. Very New York-centric. He's very New York-centric. Doesn't mean he's wrong, but he is one of these people, and I think there are many of them out there. Um, point to be made on Matt Vaskersian in a second. There are many of them out there who simply can't wrap their head around the idea of someone leaving the Yankees. It doesn't happen. Outside and of Robinson Cano, don't right. you know? It doesn't. And, I mean, this that was one of the very, very rare cases. And Cano went to Seattle and watched his career basically shrivel up. And it's not over. He's still playing in the major leagues, but barely. And so you don't see a player like this do something that hadn't been done since Roger Maris. And not Roger Clemens, but <laughs> Roger Maris is in George's box. The fact that he broke that record on that team in that fashion, this doesn't happen to the Yankees. No. You don't ever get jilted like that. It's like it's like the supermodel who gets broken up with. It's like you don't right. you don't break up right. with me. I break up with you. Right. Right. Verlander signs with the Mets and is like, you know what, Kate Upton, I I, I don't know. I think you'll play the field. Excuse me? What? No, that's not how this goes. It's not no. So no, the so Giants offered three sixty. In the neighborhood, believed to be. Let's call it in 360. The and the Yankees, the initial offer was 300, we think. Believed to be. Yes. So let's say that those offers are believed to be the offers. What if Aaron Judge pulls a Trey Turner and says, you know what? I want to stay in New York and I'm taking their offer of 300, even though the Giants offer 360. How does that make you feel about I your mean, beloved Farhan Zaidi? That is a number. And again, I've said this from the jump. I really don't think these Aaron Judge negotiations are as much about Farhan as we make them. When you get to, to numbers like this, this is ownership. Okay, ownership's driving this. But boat. he's the face of the sure, negotiation, the, so he, he either gets the credit or he takes the blame. Listen, that's I the took, way this goes. I took for, yeah, uh, absolutely, and three sixty is a number with which I am comfortable in that 
the Giants did their darn thing here. Now, if it comes out that he goes to New York for 370, then that is flat out not okay. But if he goes to New York for 310, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He didn't want to come. Why doesn't he want to come, though? It's because he doesn't believe that you could no, put together now, the package. No, now you're putting thoughts in his head. Well, why wouldn't what? he come then? Because you don't leave New York like everyone's saying. Well, the, I don't the know. The bottom line of it I would don't be know. that he didn't come. Yeah. If he takes 310 from New York instead of your 360, you can, you can parse it, you can spin it however you want. The bottom line is... We took second again. Right, but we've always taken second Get again. Cody Bellinger. You've always taken second by offering less money. You've always offered less. Right? You're, our, our, second our, is second, Our though. trade package didn't work out. No, I don't agree with that. It's a results game. Second is not second. Yeah, but but they're not driving the bus. Aaron drives the bus. Right. And so that's... All so free agents drive the right, bus. Right, so it's his decision. To me, that's very, very different. If they were, It's just like the Padres with Trey Turner. I don't. The Padre fans should not be like, dude, you finished second. Clearly, he was not going to say no to Philly. Then what can you do? All you can do is do what you did. So and I, do what you do to me. And it, right, Jermaine do what Jackson. you do. What you did. You what did you did. What you did, what you did yeah, to me. That exactly. Now I will say this: along the lines of where Heyman is coming from. Vaskersian, last week, we played in that conference. He was one of these guys. Shout out to Rinda, Bay Area guy. MLB Network, he's awesome. I've always been a fan. This guy went on an eight-minute debate with Harold Reynolds, and Vaskersian's essential point was, you're nuts if you leave the Yankees. There's no way he's leaving the Yankees. Why would you ever do that? That is worth so much money, both during career, after career, to be a career pinstriper. Like, there's no chance. That same man... Five days later, this morning, sits in San Diego at a podium or at a desk, broadcasting on the MLB network, looks at the same two people, Harold Reynolds and John Paul Morosi, and goes, guys, based on everything you're reporting, based on everything I've heard here in San Diego, I change my point 180 degrees. He did a full 360? Full, no, he did a 180. <laughs> did a full 180. That's just one guy. It's one broadcaster, whatever. But there are so many people. And he's a guy who's connected. Matt Vaskersian. I got this. He's, he's worked the for face of the MLB Network. network. Yeah, he's, you think they're not hearing things? Santa so, Maria. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I think that this is moving in a really good direction, and a lot of the people you're hearing, even what Heyman says, MLB execs believe it to be the Yankees. I think a big part of that is because people just can't wrap their head around the idea of someone leaving the Yankees. But this is one guy. It's one guy. It's one mind. It's one heart. It's one decision. And Trey Turner just left $42 million on the table. So I don't know. And what's John Heyman supposed to say when he's writing for the New York Post? He can't say that he's going to the Giants, and then if he ends up staying with the Yankees, John Heyman can't be wrong when he was reporting against the home team. If John Heyman is saying he's going to stay with the Yankees and he goes to the Giants, well, you were wrong, but at least you were slanted our way. We can forgive that. You know what I'm saying? In Absolutely. terms of speculative reporting, and that's all this is. Well, that's what it feels like. like. Here's another thing that I love about the Giants' chances. Have you noticed that as soon as this all got loud, there's only been one quiet party? One. One quiet party. One team. One team. Thank you. One town. One executive. Farhan's idea. Hasn't no. said a word. No, no. They, I mean, he actually has, but not 
specifics. The Yankees have been like, we called him, and then, and then we went to his house, and then we texted him, <laughs> and then we called, and then we went to Linden, and then we... Wait, and, that was us. Yeah, that's right. Good point. <laughs> right? Like, that's been the Yankee vibe. Aaron's just over here like, so, Times Man of the Year, and yeah, let me admit, I did get mad at you, and I did tell my wife 10 years ago I wanted to be a giant. That's all we've gotten from him. The rest of the media, loud, 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 drumbeat, here it comes, here it comes. The Giants are sitting there with a smoking jacket and a pipe. Doesn't mean they're going to win, but it certainly feels like they think they're going to win. Well, and they're they're done. The hay's in the barn. You had your meeting, you made your pitch, and if you've given them your number, maybe not all the details and you know the breakdowns and the incentives and all the rest of it, but if you've given them the number, you can feel like you're done. It's like when you do that that final exam paper. Well, you don't have a test, but you got to do that 10-page paper. Yep. And you do all the research, and you write your draft, and then, well, if it's me, you do it last minute. But then you do your paper, you write your paper, you turn it in, you're done, baby. That's it. Your paper is turned in. There's not a thing you can do. And I think that's where the Giants are now, Mark, where you had your meeting, you pitched him, you had two days, you wooed him, you sent a mid-morning show to Lyndon to broadcast unofficially <laughs> in his hometown. You gave him the number. You're done. Your your term paper is in. Let me ask you this, though, Mark. One question. Fire away. Do you think Aaron Judge has decided? Do you think that on this day, December 6th, 2022, do you think he knows what he's going to do? Yeah. I think that he's known all along. I don't know which team that is. I think that everybody enters negotiations that way, and sometimes the process makes you change your mind. Right. But I don't think that that will happen here because both teams seem as activated as they possibly could be to give him what he wants. Therefore, he gets what he wants and goes where he wants. And therefore... It's just a matter of which team he's using to make the other one get to where he wants. Right, and you might as well, you know... I don't know which one it is. You might as well play one against the other to get an extra 20 or 30 mil, because yeah, why not? I mean, I know the this kid... This is your chance. I know the kid wanted to be a giant, but then there's an adult who's had an experience... Right. ...and, and a life, and all of and the things... And a life. Right, and the things that come with being a lifetime athlete in a very... in, in market one. That That's a lot. So I don't know... If that experience over, you know, outdid the kid in him right. who always wanted to be a giant. I don't know. It's in, and it's interesting. Or, so, or, or what happened preseason that clearly ticked him off. Right, and also what happened in the postseason, which had to be annoying. The guy hit 62 home runs, and yes, he struggled. He hit one postseason home run. He wasn't terrific in October. And on, well, I guess he didn't play in November, but in October, he wasn't great. And yet the fans gave it to him again. So I wonder if that plays into it as well. And I also wonder how much the fact that he and his wife, both being from Linden here in Northern California, plays into it. And that's why I was asking you if you thought that he had decided. Because if he has decided, he's probably only told his wife and maybe his parents and or her parents. And then maybe the agent. Maybe he told the agent, hey... You know, don't tell the Yankees, but I'm going to the Giants, or vice versa. Let's see if we can milk this cow for another $20 million. Uh, GD5 on YouTube. Let's do a quick poll. What do you guys think the chances are of actually getting Judge? A, 
B, 25%. C, 50% plus. Or D, no chance in hell. Which one of those would you pick? Well, I was D for a long time, Mark. You know yes, that. Yes, you were. I was no chance, and I don't like to use the H word because, you know, I am a deeply religious man. You are, yes. Of late. Judaism has yes. accepted you across yeah. the board. It's a, it's a five-year deal with a, <laughs> with a six-year religious option. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, oh, gosh. I'm now Team C, Mark. Yeah. 50% or more. It does feel that way. I Like, I definitely, yeah, 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 50-plus. Not much over 50, but 50 plus. I mean, I, I thought the poll answers could have been skewed a little bit better to make it a little bit tougher because I think C is the obvious answer. Yeah. I mean, C might have, should have been, you know, 66.6% well, and above. Uh, where's the uh, 99% for multiple reasons? All rise, number 99. Um, Look at you. JP Morosi actually said even before uh, John Heyman did that the offers for Judge are in. It's not definite that it's going to happen this week. But to me, from what I can tell from sources, the cards are on the table right now. Many people in the industry believe he already has a nine-year offer in hand that both the Giants and the Yankees are above or at at least $300 million. And to be honest, guys, the question now comes, what does Aaron Judge want to do? If the difference is between 330 and 340, or numbers a little north or south of that, at that point, it just becomes a question of what is his dream? What does he view for the next chapter of his life and of his career? And I think really Aaron Judge and his close family are probably the only people who truly know the answer to that question. There it is. There it is. I mean, that we, we've reached the, dude, dude, it's up to you portion of the show. So listen, I, I, I'm going to reserve the, the question you were trying, the answer you're trying to get. Um, you have to reserve it until we see the final numbers. Um, I would be upset at the Giants even if the numbers were equal. Even if they, like, like oh, he signed with the Yankees for 360. Well, the Giants are for 360. Sorry. You had to beat them. You had to beat them. But, but it may be if a, they a case do three, where the money is not the object. Well, and that, that's where I would be like, okay, got to pivot. Go get Correa. See what yeah, you can do. Of course you got to pivot, Put but a, still. You know, and, but I wouldn't be mad if they're $40 million over the Yankees and he picks the Yankees. Pfft, hell are you going to do? It's another L. Mm. Another L for Farhan. Not the same kind of L. It's not the same kind of an L. L's an L, though. When, nah, I'm not when like you, that. I'm not like well, that. I'm not, I am. I'm yeah. a results guy. Right, and I'm a process guy. Like you, right, all, and because, the process is all quaint when you're finding J.D. But that's Davis all, but, and but that's you're all, unearthing well, no, Donovan Solano but they're and gonna the go, They're going to go do other stuff, and, I, and, and, and we'll wait for that and see and all that. I just I, I don't know how you I don't know how you come down anybody's road when, when essentially no one even ever really gave them a chance. It's like if you're not what what okay if he's going to go to the Yankees for three twenty when the Giants offered three sixty what if the Giants were like four hundred and he'd still be like no what do you do five hundred no six hundred million dollars no what do you One do billion dollars. <laughs> You know what I mean? What you, do you do? You stop finishing second. You look at your this would process. Be different. Yeah, that's, that's, you look at your process that's and say, unfair. 
No, it's not unfair. It's totally unfair. Because why would he not want to come here? Is it just because he doesn't want to leave the Yankees? I don't believe that. But then you, he never would have come out here and taken a meeting. No, that's not true. Of course you take the meeting. For, when anybody calls with an offer, you take the call. And yes, that ups what the Yankees would give you. Like, all I'm saying, you can't put thoughts in his head. I'm not going to let you do it. You can't say that's the, that's not the well, only reason. Maybe it is. You can't give them a blanket pass for missing out I, yet again. I didn't. I gave them a pass for if they come in way hotter than the Yankees and lose, then Aaron didn't want to come. But why? And you keep saying, but why? And we're never going to know. And we can't. It feels like you want to say there's one sentence to that, and it's the reason why everyone doesn't come. It's different for every guy. Right. These are individual people. But if you continue, I don't know. To, if you continue to not bring home the big fish, you have to look at why you're not landing these big fish. Is it but, the bait? Is it your pole? But it's a different, Are you fishing in the wrong is spot? It's a different reason each time is likely the answer. John Carlos Stanton, not interested in playing in the ballpark. Okay? Uh, what, what's his name who ended Bryce up in Harper? Chicago? Not real. Bryce Harper, you came in too low. Uh, who am I forgetting? Who uh, who ended up in Chicago this year? Say uh, Suzuki. Suzuki. Didn't want to live in San Francisco. And if it's Aaron Judge being like, dude, I was never going to leave that brand. I, then I'm not going to sit here and what come down the Giants' road. What if is underwhelming? We'll see what he says. Right. And maybe that was it. I doubt that. He probably I don't, wouldn't say that. Yeah, I'm not going to say it publicly. But again, you know, like the, we got to see how this all plays out. I think there's a good chance for them to get him. If they don't and they came in way hotter than the Yankees, sure, I'd be bummed, but I'm not going to rip the Giants for coming in second place when your offer was first. I'm not going to rip them for coming in second, but I'm also not going to give them a pass and say, well, you'll get them next time, Farhan. For, for me, that's the line. If, you, if they were only even, if the Yankees match and you lose, that ain't cool. That's not good enough. Then you should have beat them. But if you beat him and he doesn't come anyway, that's different. That's a different loss, in my opinion. But still, it's a loss. Yeah, yeah of course it is. If they don't get Aaron Judge, it's a loss, no doubt. Um, all right, hey, Cody Bellinger at least can Boy, patrol center field and, and hit a buck ninety. Reclamation, let's roll. Um, okay, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. You can get in on any of the judge stuff, um, but also let's get to Brady and Baker. Or are you out on all of that? The Forty Nine er quarterback position. Every single week, it continues to twist and turn and be something new. So we'll dive into that at 888-957-9570. That's what's up next on the game. Brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. It's Willard and Dibs. Hey, this is Matt Steinmetz of Steiny and Guru. 12-3 to 3 on 95-7 the game. Now back to Willard and Dibs. What can, guys, what do you got? Dibs, Willard, what do you got? 49ers, Giants, Warriors. Ayuk, <laughs> <laughs> Ayuk, Ayuk is what we got. Is he on fire? Ayuk is what Ayuk is on fire. Ayuk is on fire. I guess he uh he talked to our guy TJ Hushmanzato, who okay. he talks to all the time because that's his personal private uh wide receivers coach. Um oh. Pretty interesting stuff with regard to Brock Purdy, Baker Mayfield, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Miami Dolphins. Let me roll through some of these. You tell me what you think. Okay. First off, with regard to the Miami Dolphins, what did you think, Brandon? What did you think of the Dolphins? Quote, I feel like the only dogs they got are the ones who were with us. 
man, which is half their team. Right. <laughs> Mostert, exactly. Russell Jr., Craycraft, Sherfield. Am I missing anybody? Uh, the head coach. Thank you. Right. Yeah. 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 Mike McDaniel. Wow. I don't, don't think there was anybody else. I think he got them all. Yeah. He brought all the skill position players that the 49ers weren't like, no, you can't have him. All the other ones, he's like, all right, we'll take them. And they've done some great things. Sherfield, man, if that's their third fastest receiver, holy hell. Seriously. My God. I'm like, there goes Tyree. Sherfield? N- right? What? Yeah. Gone. <laughs> 75 to the he's or 80. Gone. Um, but that was interesting after playing the Dolphins. And indeed, the 49ers, especially, you know, that play comes out, hits him right in the mouth. One play, 75 yards, it's 7 nothing Dolphins, and the 49ers owned the football game going forward from that point to the tune of still winning by 16 points. So, phenomenal job there. Okay, hey, Brandon, what about Baker Mayfield? Quote, give me Brock Purdy. Whoa, okay. That's a vote of confidence. That's from your WR1 right there. Okay. After three quarters of football... Yeah, but he plays in practice with them all the time. Yeah, and I understand, I understand backing a teammate, right? Like it would have actually been lead story material if he had been like, yeah, give me Baker Mayfield. That would have been a problem. Yeah. So I understand that. But he doesn't need to be that firm. He, you know, he easily could have said, look, you know, Brock did some really good things. Beyond that, what the organization wants to do with this position is up to them. He was much more firm than that. It was, give me Brock Purdy. That's good. Definitive. That's good. I wonder if he was asked Trey Lance or Brock Purdy what the answer would be. (laughs) I I got both, is what he would say. I got both those guys. They're both under under contract next year. That'll be a question for April, most likely. Yeah. When we get into those OTAs. Uh, What about the Dallas Cowboys defense? Quote, we know what they're about. What does that mean? It means we saw them last year and we beat them. Okay. I think. That's how I read it. Gotcha. No? Probably. Yeah. I didn't think of it in those terms, but you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I mean, there. you see the drumbeat, right? I know we all feel it. We're heading toward, I don't know if it's going to happen, There's and this quarterback thing certainly shakes it up for sure, but there's a massive, for example, there's a huge social media debate going on right, right now between Richard Sherman and Emmanuel Acho. Uh, and they are arguing over DPOY, Micah Parsons v. Uh, Nick Bosa. And there's a gra- part of it is because a graphic went out. I don't know which outlet put it out, but a graphic went out with the two players listing all of their stats side by side. Very comparable. Doing a co- comparison, and, and, and how do you take anything away from either of them? They've both been just otherworldly. Right. But Acho kind of grabbed that graphic and went, well, Here's why Micah Parsons is way better, you know, in the okay, got to do it in a social media way. Micah Parsons, for sure. Richard Sherman is clapping back and coming hard in favor of Nick Bosa. Is it because they were teammates? I don't know. The points he's making seem pretty valid to me. Again, I don't know how you take anything away from either of these players. They've both been just absolutely fantastic. But there is a thing right now between the 49er defense and the Cowboys' defense, Kienes Masmacho, I think everybody would love. I don't know if it's going to happen. Brock Purdy is going to have to be a dude. But, man, I would love for that to be the NFC title game somehow, some And that's way. the only way that those two teams could meet, right, based on what you and I were, were well, no, because down. Well, no, because the Eagles are Eagles going, are the one. They're going to be the one. Vikings, the two. Niners, the three. Right. And, and Buccaneers, the four. Whoever Tommy. the four. 
So, Let's give it to Tampa right now. So that team probably would host Dallas Correct. is going to be the five. So if five, so Dallas beats Tampa, they're the five. Yeah, you're right. They would go to and Philly. The five would automatically they'd, play. They'd go to Philly. And the 49ers would, let's say, go to Minnesota. And then if they were both to win those games, then Dallas would come here to Levi Stadium. If the seven-seeded... That would either be the Giants, Commanders, or Seahawks. Let's say it's the Commanders. If the Commanders beat Minnesota... Well, yeah, then the... Then then the Commanders go to Philadelphia. Good point. Good point, yeah. So, and then if the six... Well, the six can't beat the three because then the Niners would be out. In that case, the Cowboys Cowboys would come here. Then the Cowboys would come here for for the divisional round. So it could be either, but it would take an upset. Yeah. If 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 the favorites win most of round one, right. you would be looking at Dallas on their way to Philadelphia and the 49ers on their way to Minnesota. And that Washington and uh, New York tie, by the way, oh is going to make all your tie-breaking scenarios. It's going to make your and, head explode. And if you're Seattle, totally. that hurts Seattle because, you know, now the Giants 7-4-1 and Washington 7-5-1. and one. And now you're going to get into that whole like uh, record against other teams in the conference tiebreaker. Well, so it, it, well, it, although it prevents obviously a tie between Seattle and them, unless Seattle comes up with some sort of tie at some point. But Washington now gets a week off, so this is a huge weekend for Seattle, and they host Carolina. Winnable game. I'm no longer going to call that a slam dunk. Carolina's still in it. Carolina plays defense, and Seattle has been wobbly of late, but. Uh, Seattle will be favored, no question. If they win that, they go to 8-5. and five, They move into playoff position. And then Washington plays the Giants again next week. That's crazy, yeah. And so uh, we're going to get some clarity on this pretty quick prior to Seattle. What if they tie again? <laughs> I mean, if well, then, seven, well, then bleep seven, it all. Five I and mean, two. Right. <laughs> like a soccer team over there, you know? What's the most ties any team has had in a season? Modern, the era. modern era, yeah, yeah, yeah. overtime era. I, two would be my guess. I don't I think a team's ever anyone ever had three ties in a season. No, I doubt it. But anyway, yeah, th- those are the scenarios that are unfolding, and, and and then obviously after that Washington Giants game, Washington comes here. Yeah. So uh, their schedule is very tough. They're going to get tested. Um, I thought they held up better over the weekend than I thought they would. I really thought the New York Giants were still at least a nose ahead of Washington, and they were home. I really thought they were going to win that game. Then they fell down 10 nothing, but then they rolled off like 20 points in a row, and I'm like, okay, normalized. They got it. And Washington responded and hung in there, and then nobody blinked when they got to overtime. Right. So I don't know. I don't know who's going to come out of there, but, yeah, if there was a way to get Dallas's D against a 49ers D and have that be the thing, I think that that would be fantastic for the league. The bummer part of it is is that, you know, I, I hate seeing – the, the, the fact now that the 49ers won't be able to put either of their starting quarterbacks, if that game happens, up against that defense. Now you're putting up a seventh-round rookie against it, which is advantage Dallas if that game were to happen. Yes, but by the time you get to January, Mark, there are no rookies anymore in the National Football League. As we like to say in the NBA, sure. you know, when you get to the playoffs, you're not, you're not a rookie anymore. And if Brock Purdy can stay healthy and upright and get to that game, if it's a divisional round game, he will have already won a playoff game. Yep, so that's exactly right. No excuses at that point for Brock Purdy. Um, check this out, and this is from DraftKings Sportsbook, because to let everybody know and sort of reboot this portion of the conversation, we are one hour and 20 minutes away 
from news on where Baker Mayfield will go. And Adam Schefter has already reported, we are expecting him to land with a team today. We are not expecting him to go unclaimed. Um, As to whether or not the 49ers will put in a claim, most reporters seem to think it's a little more likely than not that they do put in the claim. But also, Schefter reports it's unlikely, in his opinion, that it gets there. The 49ers 24th on the waiver claim list. Put all that together, and here's the DraftKings odds for where Baker Mayfield plays next. Bucks, Giants, Patriots, plus 2,500. Plus 2,000, Arizona Cardinals. Plus 1,200, Falcons. Plus 800, Texans. Plus 600, Rams slash Colts. My Rams. And the favorite to land Baker Mayfield. Don't you do it. 200, the San Francisco 49 Plus 200. Wow. That, I mean, that. I would not take that bet. Those aren't very good odds. I don't think it's happening, but. I agree. I don't think it's happening. I think some of the other teams that are high on this list are not happening either. Never tell me the odds. I mean, the, the, the Texans. The Texans are not grabbing Baker Mayfield. I was looking I don't at think that's uh, Nick Wagoner's Twitter when we had him on a little while ago from ESPN yep. and Kyle Shanahan's quote on Baker. We look into everything, but that would surprise me right now. Yeah, but the, We've the, got to discuss more this afternoon. I've always been a fan of his, but I feel really good about our players. We'll look at everything, but I feel pretty good with where we're at. Yeah, the word surprising is also interesting because you can sort of does that mean we won't put in a claim, or would he be surprised if it got to us? Right. We could look at it either way. Either way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he's pretty happy with what they have, which, I, I mean, no coach is ever going to come out and say, man, we better get him because yeah. we're, right. we're in a world right. of hurt. You seen know. Brock Purdy? Because <laughs> called irrelevant for a reason. <laughs> Real quick, guys. Uh, most ties in a season post-merger. Yeah. 1970 Chargers, three ties in one season. Three ties. Most in NFL history, 1932 Bears, Six ties. Six yeah. ties? Oh, gosh. They had a hot sister that they wanted to keep kissing. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. Um, all right, holiday shopping is happening right now at 957thegameshop.com. New items. Get in there. Get gifts for everybody you know for this holiday season. 957thegameshop.com. Willard and Dib sponsored by ChooseChange.org. Your phone calls on this coming up next. Plus, Steiny and Goo jump in here as well on Willard and Dibs. I love provocation. Now, back to Will and Dibby on 95.7 The Game. Okay, we're going to get back to the uh, the calls here in a second. Stein and Goo going to jump in. We're working through the 49er quarterback situation every day, every way. Want to throw this at you, though, too. Courtesy of Susan Slusser as we keep our eyes on the winter meeting. She came back from England and got right to work. Uh, Susan, don't mess around. Yeah. She's in San Diego. Scott Boris just held court yet again, as he often does in hotel rooms at the winter meetings. Did he tell everyone to all rise? Uh, I don't know. Well, he's not a judge guy. I know. So he's working on some of the other people. But uh, he does have Brandon Nemo. He also has Carlos Correa, for example, players who have been tied to the Giants. So Susan asked Scott, is he under the impression the Giants can afford one of the very top free agents and one of the top shortstops? Quote, the golden gate is far, han, and wide. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Susan writes, made me laugh, though I don't really understand it. I I think that means yes. Right. 
And I, think so. I don't know if he's ever crossed the Golden Gate mm. Bridge because it's neither far nor is it wide. <laughs> it's six lanes, three in each direction with that sometimes that zipper truck, the zipper truck. Which thank God for the zipper truck because the old school like crew of guys, one cone out, one cone in, yeah. one cone out, very dangerous. The old Golden Gate Bridge, but it's by the way, I think it uh, it's probably longer than the Carquinez, the Alfred E. Zampa span. It's a longer bridge so. than that. Feels like it. But the San Mateo and the Dumbo, they laugh oh. at its puny length, as does the Richmond San Rafael. Mm-hmm. It's probably longer than the Antioch Bridge. Um, she did add the Giants have had face to face meetings with Boris about both Carlos Correa and Brandon Nemo. Good. They have met with him about, uh, about both of those players. Okay. So. As they should. Yeah, of right. course they should. That shouldn't be newsworthy, whether it's but a, I'm glad it is. Whether it's a fallback option or not. I mean, I'm I'm very much hopeful that it's not. Like and is a huge and is a word that we don't think a lot about, but uh uh whether you're using an and or an or is a huge word when you're approaching free agency. And button or can and get the, you very far. Yeah, the Giants need to be using and. This is not an or. Like, we'd like Judge or some other good player. No, this has to be an and. You guys keep talking about how he needs to throw a plan at Judge. What do you all think that plan was? We're going to bring you in and then, you know, I don't know, take a flyer on Cody Bellinger so high? Like, no, there's they've they've got to go get more. So he had a meeting with with, uh, Boris about Correa and Nemo, as they should. Right, right. I mean, while we're here, let's talk about Carlos Correa as well. I mean, it's not like they had no, a meeting. I mean, they, and, Let's meet back in an hour to meet again. This time we'll talk about Brandon Nemo. I, I, think they've, I think they've been tied to both of those players for a long time. And so I don't think – I think what Boris is saying is that if they get Aaron Judge, are his guys still in play for the Giants? Yes. Yeah. Farhan and why? Farhan and <laughs> – I give him a two for his uh, – uh, Yeah. It's, you know, it's a good uh, effort. Um, so we mentioned that uh, that pod with Brandon Ayuk going on with our guy TJ Hushmanzada. Yeah, listen to the specifics when the conversation goes to the quarterback quandary for the Niners right now. Give me Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. First of all, people wanted people talking about the, the the performance he had. We talking about a backup quarterback. You say Mister Irrelevant, seventh round draft pick, a quarterback in his rookie season. And he cut it's beyond how he played. It's the preparation throughout the week when you don't even think you have a chance to even touch the field. You still prepare to go out there and, and give yourself a chance to perform. That's why I can respect it. He gave himself a chance to perform because the way that he prepared when he didn't even think there was a chance in hell that he was going to play. And when that moment came, he played well. And he came even I came up to me. He came up to me earlier, just right before I came in here. Man, I miss you on a few things. That's on that's on me. Just know, just know I'm going to get better and I'm going to feed you. As a receiver, I'm like, oh, sh- I'm like, damn, you ain't got to tell me. You got to apologize to me. But I feel it. I, like, I, I, I feel the energy. So it's like, I don't care who on the waiver wire, what they talking about out there. I'm, let me rock, I'm rocking with BP for sure. There it is. BP, he is not interested in Baker Mayfield. So you don't have to apologize to me, but when Jimmy G doesn't throw it to you when you're wide open and you throw your hands up and you have a little mini tantrum, mm-hmm. that's a different story. But BP, you're good right now. I'm rocking with BP for sure. But Jimmy G... Jimmy G doesn't get that same well, amount of, of leniency. There's history there. I get it. There's history there. I get it. Just, Everybody has opportunities oh, to build up some resentment, and Brock hasn't had that yet. And Brock is his guy because, right. you know, Brock is is new and fresh on the scene. I just 
that part of it I found to be uh, well, I, a little I, funny because I, you saw what he did after he was wide open. I think you're overstating the anger there. I think that's normal in a football game when a receiver's wide open and they How don't get seen. How would you read the nonverbal uh, the same demonstration? Is the same that I see in almost every other football game. When a receiver it was an Iguodala plus. Yeah, when, when a receiver's open and the quarterback doesn't see him, they get frustrated. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'm on. saying. Yeah, I, I don't, didn't say he I threw wanted, his helmet or no, cussed him it out. Made, it made it sound like you, you, you think that Brandon has shown up Jimmy Garoppolo and has beef there. No and, beef. Uh, yeah, he was just, clearly not happy with the fact that he was wide open. That was a walk-in touchdown. And I'm sure he was not happy when Brock Purdy didn't see him to the point where Brock felt the need to go over there and say something to him. So that's just football. He's rocking I, with BP, though. Yeah, but he, well, he ain't got no choice exactly. now. Exactly. So uh, let's rock with Schlepp Rock in Sunnyvale. Schleppy. Uh, here with uh, with Willie and Debbie. What we doing? What's up, Dibs and Willie? <laughs> Dibs said Schleppy. Hey, also known as the Angry Black. But here's the thing. First thing, uh, Dibs, congratulations on your new chapter in your life with the baby girl and the new significant other. Thank you, Angry. Here's my question. I, I appreciate you, Dibs. Here's my question. I want to pose to both of you. I want to get Dibs and Willard answer on this. So the Niners and Brock have, what, five more games in the regular season? If they want to get to the Super Bowl and hoist the trophy, another four games, correct? Nine? Is that Nine. They have how many? How many of those games do we really expect a rookie, Mister Irrelevant, to win? I don't care what kind of defense you got. The offense still has to score points. How many of those nine games do you expect this guy to win so that this guy's going to hoist the trophy? Six well, that's all I'm asking. Yeah, Six, so Schlepp, Rob, I, thank I, you. I, 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 it's a little bit of a flawed question because. It, <laughs> For them, for there to even be nine games, he has to be winning almost all of them. Well, he would have to win the three in the playoffs right, for sure. Right, right, and 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 he's going to have to win what at least at least three Probably of the two in the regular season. Right, so I'm I'm not expecting there to be nine games. How the hell can we expect that? That's a big word. I can hope, and and even that you you could rip me for right now. This is a rookie. This is a rookie who's gotten thrown in. Uh, here at the second half of the season, and and we're just because I, I get it. Very good roster, best defense in the NFL. I've already said I still expect them to win the division and therefore go to the playoffs. But to then think that he's going to go on a three or four game win streak and play in February, I think is asking a little more than is reality. Well, let's lose the Mister Irrelevant label also because he's the starting quarterback yeah. of the Forty ers He's actually maybe the most relevant player on the team. So let's not hide behind that label any longer. He wasn't undrafted. He was a drafted player, and now True. he's the starting quarterback of the 49ers. Yeah, absolutely. I don't use that label, but I'll use right. this one. He's a rookie. He's a rookie who hasn't been playing. Right.